Welcome back, everybody, to Hot Takes on the Lake. This, once again, is the podcast for Browns fans, by Browns fans. I am Nick Pompaselli. Josh Martin is my co-host. Josh, how the hell are you? I'm doing good, Nick. I'm uh, excited for this week, making our picks this week, because I'm looking at who has a bye week, and it's going to be pretty interesting choosing what the games we have. I don't know if you've looked yet at the at the Week 10 slate here. Um but before we get into that, let's jump into the Browns game specifically. Browns back at home after a number of weeks, um, taking on the Bills. Um, the Browns at this point haven't gotten a win since their win over the Ravens over a month ago. We've lost four straight, three of which on the road. Um, we're taking on the Bills. We're returning to Sunday at 1 o'clock. What are your overall thoughts on this game, Nick? Who are your players to watch? What do you think of the Bills? Oh, boy. Um, well, I said on the last podcast that I thought our playoff hopes were over. Um, I think it'll be a struggle to get to 6-10. and 10. Um, I don't know what to expect from this team, Josh. I really don't. I don't. Every time I think they'll turn a corner and maybe start to look good, they just disappoint me time and time again. Um, and I, I kind of expect them to do the same. I, I, I don't know. This team hasn't shown, hasn't given me any confidence to give them, you know, you know. <laughs> I'm having trouble coming up with words. I just, I just don't understand why this team can't play better with all the players that we have. I mean, are we going to get Nick Chubb involved? Are we going to get Odell involved? Are we going to get Landry involved this week? Is Baker finally going to get his head out straight? I don't know. I don't I don't have the answer. Is Freddie going to, you know, not make call bad plays, not take stupid challenges? Is, you know, the offensive line going to play well? Are we going to have penalties? I mean, Jesus Christ, we had a penalty against Denver last week where they were kneeling the ball to go to halftime and we had 12 men on the field. I mean, if that's not around season is gone, I don't know what is. Um, I, <laughs> as far as players to watch, um, I guess I'll say Nick Chubb just because he's been one of the few bright spots this year. Um, granted, that's, is, that's if Freddie Kitchens uses him right, which... Who knows if he will. Um, If he'll get any third down carries at all. Um, As far as Buffalo, um, I'm interested to see Josh Allen because, you know, I wasn't really high on him, you know, when we were looking for a quarterback. I mean, we ended up going with Baker Mayfield. Um, He hasn't been fantastic this year, but I'm still interested, interested to see how his growth as a quarterback has come along. Um, against actually what's a pretty good, you know, secondary. You know, we're, we're top 10 in the league in our secondary. So those are two players for me to watch. Um, but as far as the game itself, like I said, I'm just, I don't know what to expect. We could get a blowout. We could, you know, we, we could get blown out. We could blow them out. We could lose a close one. I, I don't know what's going to happen. So that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, 
for a lot of reasons, but um, the first one, it, we are getting Kareem Hunt this week, correct? Yes. So, <laughs> it's like kind of ironic because it's like Kareem Hunt, obviously a good player, regardless of you know what you think of his situation that happened and how his time ended in Kansas City, the altercations he had off the field. Obviously, any team in the NFL, you know, if he to put that aside and only talk about on field, would love to have Kareem Hunt. Um, but it's like the one position that I don't want to mess up. It's like the one position on our team that we're so set with. Like, I don't want anyone to mess up Nick Chubb's game. <laughs> so it's almost like, uh, I don't know, could we put Kareem in the slot? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, I don't even know what to do with them. Um, let alone trusting Freddie Kitchens to figure it out. Um, but beyond that, I mean, my players to watch for the Browns, I'm actually going to go with our secondary. So I'll go with Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams. Well, like we've said, pretty quiet since they've come back and they were gone most of the year. Maybe against Josh Allen, you know, he has 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, not the most accurate quarterback. Maybe it's someone they could have some big plays against, trick him into some interceptions. That would be great to see because I think if we're going to win this game, we have to win the turnover battle by a big margin, at least 2 or 3. Um, hopefully we don't commit any and we have to cause at least 2 or 3. And um, we got to give our offense the best chance to win. I mean, hell, even if that's kicking six field goals, whatever the case is, um, I think this game's going to be on our defense because I just don't trust our offense anymore. And that sucks to say. I know we're going to be able to run the ball. You know, even last week when Nick Chubb had his worst performance, uh, 20 carries for only like 60-something yards, he st- we still dominated time of possession. So I think we're still going to be able to do that. Um, but beyond that, I have no faith in our offense until they show me differently. So I'm putting this all on the defense to make Josh Allen's day terrible and to keep this a low-scoring game. However, I don't think that's going to happen. When you look at you know the Bills, they have 350 total yards per game. They're basically right neck and neck with us when it comes to their offensive you know numbers. Uh, and their defensive numbers are even a little bit better. They're better than us in pass and rush yards allowed per game. Um, so I am going to go with the Bills uh, with this game. Uh, my player to watch for the Bills is going to be Josh Allen, just because I've never seen him play. Um, I haven't watched a lot of Bills games since he's been in there, so it's going to be interesting to see his debut you know, in Cleveland. Um, but I'm going to go with the Bills, and I'm going to go 21-14. Uh, to 14. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I can't disagree with anything you said. Um, I just keep saying the same thing over and over again. It's annoying, I know, but I, d- I don't have any confidence that this team is, has figured it out. If they haven't done it so far, and if they keep telling us in every press conference that we know what the problems are and we're addressing them, but they don't, but they aren't, then I'm I don't have any confidence that they're going to solve them and that they're going to get the problems fixed. So I'm going to go with the Bills in this one as well um i'll say probably 28 to 13 um in all honesty if i had to put money on it i would bet that we come out and we look like we have the whole year basically except for the ravens game we look lost we look lackluster no effort um you know austin cyber might hit a couple field goals that'll be a bright spot jimmy gillen probably have a nice couple a couple of nice punts, but that's about it. Um, I feel like Hilliard is going to keep taking carries away from Chubb. I feel like Odell is going to have, you know, three catches for like 50 yards, and that's about it. That's nothing for him. He's not going to get targeted in the red zone again. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I might be sounding like a Debbie Downer, but 
that's what I've seen all year, and we haven't fixed it. So that's what my expectations are for this team. Um, I don't think they're going to figure it out in, you know, however many days, you know, leading up to the game here. Um, I feel like they're just going to do the same old thing that they've been doing all year and hope it works, and I don't think it's going to. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. And, I mean, at this point, you know, we typically spend, you know, 15 or so minutes talking about the Browns game and previewing it. But, unfortunately, at this point in the season, what else can you really say? Our coaching has been abysmal. Our offense has been terrible. And when we finally clean up their mistakes, they can't execute in the red zone. Our defense has stepped up at plenty of points in the season. But, you know, last year our defense was like a turnover machine. We, like, led the league in turnovers for quite a while. And now, you know, we're barely getting any. So everything all around just needs to be better. The Bills are a good team. Uh, they're 6-2. and two. I don't think they're as good as the record shows. I think it's a winnable game. Um, they haven't lost yet this year on the road, so I think we could give them that first loss. But I'm not betting on it, and I'm not even expecting it. Um, and if we do lose this game, I think I'm going to have to jump on that train with you and abandon hopes for a postseason this year, unfortunately. Um, did you have anything else on this game? No, you you basically covered it. Like you, know, like you said, I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, <laughs> I've let all my frustrations out already. I have nothing left. I, I am nothing. The Browns have broken <laughs> me. Oh, no. Yet again. Yet again, so it's just it is what it is. I'm gonna be. I, I hope we're both wrong. I hope they come out and win and show any kind of an effort. But I just I wouldn't bet on it. All right. So then, going on to who you got for the week, we both have the Bills. How about Sunday night football? Minnesota going to Dallas. Dallas is favored in that one by just a little bit. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Dallas um, strictly because they're at home. Um, Minnesota had their winning streak snapped last week. Um, but I, it looks like they've kind of figured it out because um, they have a lot of talent on that team, and Kirk Cousins was playing really well. Um, and, you know, Dallas, like I said, Dallas and Philly are going to be roller coaster all year, you know, fighting for that you know, NFC East uh, division. So. I mean, and I feel like Dallas is always on prime time, and you never know what you're going to get from them. But just because they're at home, I feel like they're going to get to get it together. And I'm going to go with Dallas in this game. What about you? Um, I'm actually going to go with the Vikings. I think what you brought up, them getting that four-game winning streak snapped by the Chiefs and Matt Moore, definitely a heartbreaker. It was a close game. I think they bounced back. Um, I'm still not fully on the Dallas train. I don't know what it is, but... Um, I'm going to go with Minnesota to win a close game in Dallas. I think this is the make or break it point for Minnesota. Um, I think that they have to string together, you know, a bunch of wins here. If they start to have back-to-back losses, you know, the NFC is very competitive. So I think they have to win this game more than Dallas does. I don't think Dallas has much of a threat with Philadelphia or the rest of their division. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Um, moving on to Monday night football. Seattle traveling to the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. I have the 49ers in this one. 
pretty simple. I, I, I just Seattle's been really good, just not as good as I thought they were going to be this year. I thought they were going to like come back huge. They've just been fine, barely getting out of games against the Browns, against Tampa Bay. I don't see them being the one to end San Francisco's undefeated streak. Um, plus, San Francisco played on Thursday last week, so they got some extra rest. Uh, who you got? Uh, I'm also going to go with the 49ers um, for all the reasons you just said. Um, yeah, last week against Tampa Bay really opened my eyes about Seattle. Um, I thought that would be an easy win, and they really struggled against Tampa Bay. They had to go to overtime, and Russell Wilson threw five t- touchdowns just to win that game. Um, so, yeah, I don't think they're going to be the one to knock off San Francisco yet either. Um, and, yeah, rest always helps, you know, especially, in, you know, getting to halfway you know three quarters of the way through the year here you know rest always helps you um so yeah san francisco stays perfect against uh, seattle monday night and moving on to our upsets for the week nick who do you have for your upset it's not a great week for upsets personally i think um and even though that the the Chiefs don't have Patrick Mahomes. I feel like they should still be favored in this game. Um, but I'm going to go with the Titans beating the Chiefs. Um, wow. I've, I've picked the Titans before, and they've let me down. You know, I especially after they kicked our ass week one, I kind of thought highly of the Titans. Um, but now Mariota's bench for Ryan Tannehill, and I didn't even <laughs> know Ryan Tannehill was still on a team until that happened. So I'll probably look like a complete fool but I'm going to go with the Titans. Uh, who do you got for your upset this week? Um, so I'm actually going to go with, as much as it pains me, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they're at home against the Rams, and I'm really kind of down on the Rams uh, this year. They just have not been very impressive. It seems like people have started to figure out Sean McVay and Mike Tomlin more and more is becoming one of my favorite coaches in the NFL which, again, is very painful to say because I hate the Steelers. But, I mean, given what he's had to go through, you know, um, Ben Roethlisberger, obviously out for the year, a new quarterback stepping in, and, um, you know, everyone kind of doubting, I feel like, Mike Tomlin going into this season. Like, it was a question of, like, should he keep his job, like, before this season started. And he's – they're a 500 team. They're a team that could be in the same boat as Cincinnati or us, and they're not. So, you know, that's that's definitely – I think a lot of that goes to Mike Tomlin. But back to the Rams – I mean, they are on a two-game winning streak, but look at who they've beaten, the Falcons and the Bengals. Before that, they lost three in a row. I think they go back to losing this week. Uh, And it's in Pittsburgh, too, which doesn't help. And then we got our locks of the week. I'm going to go with the Ravens for my lock. So now that I'm looking at it, I'm picking everyone in the AFC North except us, apparently. Um, But I'm going to go with the Ravens for my lock. They're taking on Cincinnati. I mean, come on. The Ravens just destroyed the Patriots, and Cincinnati hasn't won a game. So I think it's going to be a huge shocker if the Bengals won. Who you got for your lock? Um, yeah, it's a smart pick to pick in the AFC North team besides us and uh, Cincinnati, so <laughs> kudos to you. Um, my lock is going to be the Saints. They're at home against Atlanta. Um, Atlanta is just... <sighs> one of the biggest disappointments this year, to be honest, um, with all the talent they have on offense. And a, I still, I think, a fairly good quarterback. Um, 
their defense has just been horrendous. Um, because they've been scoring points in their games, but they just haven't been able to stop anybody. Um, and yeah, I mean Teddy Bridgewater didn't lose a game, and then Drew Brees came back and didn't miss a beat. So the Saints are rolling right now, and they're going to roll right through Atlanta as well. Yeah, that that probably would have been my second pick for O'Lock. It's yeah, that that would be also another division game that would be a shocker as well. And then we have our wild cards. You can pick anything we haven't already picked. Uh, I went with the Colts. Um, they're at home against Miami. I don't think Miami's going to be stringing together back-to-back wins. But, hey, maybe they do. But I'm, I'm betting against it. I'm going to go with the Colts uh, at home. Who you got? Um, I have the Packers at home against Carolina. Um, I was just raving about, you know, Christian McCaffrey last episode. I think he's a really good running back. Um and we were talking about how Cam Newton's out for the year and is Kyle Allen the future. Um, he might be, he may not be, but I know Aaron Rodgers is arguably the most talented quarterback who has ever touched a football in his life, and they're at home. So Green Bay is going to get back on the right track after dropping a horrible game to the Chargers last week. I don't know how that happened. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers over Green Bay. Uh, excuse me, the Packers over Carolina. All right, and there you have it. Those are our picks for Week 10. Pretty crazy we're already at Week 10 here in the NFL, but here we are. And, Nick, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about or, or bring up before we go? Um. Well, yeah, speaking of, I was going to plug the social media, but do you want to talk about your main whitehead at all? <laughs> I mean... I, I I'm kind. Of, I don't know even know what to say. Like, <laughs> I like, I feel like maybe I guess we should. I mean, for anyone who's not aware, he played shitty. Cleveland personalities called him out on Twitter, and then he threatened to kill them and called them crackers. And then surprise, surprise, he got cut the next day. So, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just feel lucky because I tweeted out. Something about Jermaine Whitehead. Um, I didn't tag him in it, but I used his last name, so I'm just glad I didn't get a threat on my Twitter account. Yeah, and um, go ahead. It's actually a good point because from what I was seeing, he was replying to people that weren't tagging him. They were just saying like his name, so he was obviously vanity searching when he got back in the locker room. Oh yeah, there were some cold sweats when I heard that. That you know, I go shit. He was just going. <laughs> he just searched his name. <laughs> it's like I understand the wrong, the wrong practice facility. <laughs> it's like I understand you had a bad game, but what would cause you to do that? I mean, was he on painkillers? I don't know. That's that's nuts. And then you, I mean, obviously he was cut. Like, I don't really have any commentary there. It's like I don't. I'm not saying like, ooh, good job, Browns. It's like, yeah, obviously you had to. Yeah, you just have to. You can't keep a guy that does that. Um, yeah, apparently he was still t- tweeting. When he was tweeting that stuff, he was still in pads. So literally he, like, <laughs> went back to the locker room and then just probably knew he played shitty. So like, I'm going to go search my name. And was, I, don't, I don't know what his thought process was, but um, best of luck to him. Um, but if you want to look for a social media page that won't threaten to kill you or call you a cracker, um, you can follow us on Twitter at Hot Takes Two One Six and on Instagram at Hot Takes on Lake, and you can even follow me on Twitter and Nick Pompicelli, and you can follow Josh at Josh Hooligan R on Twitter and Instagram. There you go, people.
<laughs> All right. How how crazy would it be if we came back here next week and the Browns actually won? Like I said, I would be happy to be wrong, but <sighs> but here we are. <laughs> I'm not putting I'm not putting money. It's the Browns. You know, I watched them all my life, and I I can't I can't put my faith in them anymore. Yeah, it's. I'm just really hoping, even if we don't make the playoffs at this point, I'm hoping we do have some type of turnaround because it, it sucks coming on here and, and just talking about how terrible they are every week. At the very least, I'm hoping we get, even if it's meaningless, we get some wins so we can talk about some good news when we come on here. We're not so depressed. Yeah, it's funny because when we first started this podcast, we were like, oh, yeah, you know, of all the years to start a podcast about the Browns, <laughs> you know, this is probably the best year to do it. Odell Beckham, we have Nick Chubb and all this shit. And then we're sitting here at two and six, wanting to jump off the fucking 480 bridge, and it's just miserable. Yeah, it's like literally, little did we know would have been the same as doing this every any other year <laughs> yeah just replace baker Mayfield for colt mccoy or seneca wallace or johnny <laughs> Mandel or whoever you want it doesn't matter i guess it's uh, imagine if we had started this right when hugh jackson got hired that would have been rough <laughs> oh god <laughs> all right we'll, we'll see you guys next week